Have you ever had any struggles, any obstacles, any things that are hindrances? You're like, man, I just can't seem to get over this hurdle. Um, a lot of times we have hurdles and obstacles and difficulties, hardships. And sometimes those can be so draining and depleting to us that we oftentimes want to quit or just kind of give up a little bit. Maybe that's you watching right now. Maybe you're facing some hurdles and some obstacles and it, it feels like it's just kind of been a long, long journey. The Holy Spirit wants to encourage you today that the greater is he who is on the inside of you than the hurdle on the outside, than the pressure, the obstacle, the hindrance on the outside. And whatever that is in your life, we'd love to pray for you. Pray for you that you wouldn't grow weary in well-doing, that you'll reap a harvest if you faint not. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We love to pray for you. And we know that God answers prayer. And you know, I was thinking about this in my own life. I've had more than my share of hurdles and obstacles. And I remember, you know, there was a season in my life where there was some, just lots of hindrances, lots of, of barriers and, and, and obstacles. I just couldn't seem to get, get some progress. It was always some kind of thing that would pop up and, and waylay, step me back. And some of this happened when I was first starting Saving Moses. And, and I had a vision, a dream in my heart that God put there uh, for me to start something I call night care. Um, but as I started to explore that, what God had put in my heart and looking for ways to kind of implement that, I started hitting some significant hurdles and obstacles. And it was really frustrating to me because I thought, and maybe I'm telling you the story because I think you might feel the same way from time to time. God, you put this in my heart. So how come, <laughs> how come there's all this resistance? How come there's all these obstacles, hindrances? And if you're like me, I thought, well, God's going to tell me something, and then it's going to be easy breezy. But it wasn't that way at all. Um, in fact, there was, it seemed like whenever I tried to move in that direction, there was lots of, of hostilities and oppositions and resistance. I was like, what is going on here? And the Holy Spirit just said to me in my heart, remember, greater is He. I'm in you, and I'm greater than any of those obstacles. And so I began to be, get more persistent and more endurance and more tenacity and, and more consistently, like, just keep pushing, keep knocking, keep going. And it was a really good lesson, strengthened me on the inside. I just encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. Um, because many of you that are facing obstacles and hindrances, you need some discernment. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Discernment from the Holy Spirit um, as far as direction. Do I push hard or do I, is this kind of a redirect? Holy Spirit can give you the discernment for that, but we want to pray for you that God would help you and give you strength and encouragement. And I love that verse in Galatians 6 verse 9 that you reap a harvest if you don't quit and give up. So hop on the phone, get on the website, love to pray for you. And you know, it's really fun when we, when we settle into the Holy Spirit and we say, yes, give me direction. Yes, guide and direct my steps. When we say yes to that, then I would encourage you to you know, kind of put the seatbelt on because you're in for the adventure of a lifetime. When you say yes to letting the Holy Spirit direct your steps and guide you and say, okay, I'll follow where you lead. Woo, man, you're in for an adventure. Thanks so much for doing, oh my goodness, lesson two for In Step with the Spirit. I'm really, really pumped that I get to connect with you and do this curriculum together because it's my opportunity to kind of do one-on-one -on -one and some mentoring, coaching. What does it look like? And I'm not pretending to be the final expert at all. I'm just walking through 
some of my experiences and what the Bible says and helping coach you along some of the same journey. So thank you so much for connecting with, with me on this. And today we're going to be talking about uh, spirit-led direction. And I think this is super powerful because the Holy Spirit does lead us. And this is chapter three and extremely practical because sometimes we don't know, what does that look like? What does it look like to be led by the spirit? And I think sometimes we have the idea that being spirit led is just kind of, you know, going from cloud to cloud and, you know, no thorns on the rose bushes and everything's glory to glory and, and super amazing, comfortable, magnificent, very supernatural. And that's true, it can be, but not always. And in this chapter, we talk about this in Luke chapter 4, verse 1. And this is really powerful because I don't think we always appreciate uh, the depth and the importance of what it says in Luke chapter 4, verse 1. It says, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led around by the Spirit in the wilderness. See, I think this is so important for us. I think, number one, for us to consider what does it mean to be spirit-led? The pre prerequisite, if you will, so to speak, for spirit-led is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It says it in verse 1, Jesus full of the Holy Spirit. And you say, well, how do I get full of the Holy Spirit? I think it's just kind of simple. I think you just ask, right? I mean, Matthew 7, 7, Luke 11, 11, Jesus says, you know, if you ask the Father, he'll give you the Holy Spirit. So asking to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and you say, well, what does that look like? How do I know if I'm filled? Well, if you ask the Father, and Jesus says it, he will give you the Holy Spirit. So if you ask to be filled, you can expect that and really anticipate and appreciate that that infilling of the Holy Spirit isn't just a one-time experience, but rather I would propose to you, I know for myself, I leak, L-E-A-K, I leak. I need the Holy Spirit and I need that infilling on a regular basis. So even this morning I talked with the Holy Spirit, I said, please fill me because I know I'm going to be doing this curriculum for my friends who are watching right now. And I know that you need, you don't need Sarah. What you really need is you need Holy Spirit. So I prayed, I said, Holy Spirit, please fill me. Fill my mouth, fill my, my heart, fill my mind with your presence so that you can speak through me because you need the Holy Spirit and you need to have the Holy Spirit talk and walk with you and help guide and direct you. But I think it's super important for us to consider being filled with the Holy Spirit. And again, not just as a one-off. In fact, when you look at this in the Greek, a lot of times when it talks about being filled with the Holy Spirit, it's an ongoing, it's a present tense verb. And in the Greek, that means on, an ongoing experience that's continual. So it's not just something from the past that kind of, you know, check the box kind of idea, but it's this idea that maybe even as a daily basis, part of your prayer life, part of your morning, so to speak, routine is asking, Holy Spirit, please come and fill me. I am your vessel. In fact, we're even told that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So being available for that filling and available, and I like to say it this way, Holy Spirit, come and fill me and fill my mind, fill my emotions, fill my heart, fill my mouth, and, and fill even into my hands all throughout all of me. I am your vessel. And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, this is what it says in Luke chapter 4, verse 1, being filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus was led. Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit. And I think for us to be led by the Holy Spirit, number one, we've got to be filled 
with the Holy Spirit. But notice, and this is on page 46 and 47. Notice, <laughs> this is where it gets super exciting. Hello, hold on to your bootstraps. Here we go. The Holy Spirit led Jesus, and it wasn't like he just led him from glory to glory, cloud to cloud, and, and you know, phenomenal experience, supernatural, um, and throughout all of his life. It said he, it said he led him into the wilderness. I don't know about you, but that doesn't sound good to me, into the wilderness. And particularly when you consider <laughs> this is the Judean wilderness that the Holy Spirit led Jesus into. If you've ever been to Israel, and I speak about it in the book here, the Judean wilderness is completely desolate. I mean, you can't, a lot of times you can't see any evidence of any kind of living organism whatsoever. There's nothing green there. There's nothing moving. It's just wind and dirt and sky. And you see all kinds of erosion, you know, and the, the water runoff and all that stuff. It's just desolate. And it says that the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness. Now, you, I don't know about you, but I don't want to hear that. I want to hear that Holy Spirit leads me, you know, from glory to glory and all this wonderful stuff, comfort to comfort, you know, abundance to abundance. I want to hear all that. I don't want to hear supernatural to supernatural. I don't want to hear that, Je that the Holy Spirit is going to lead me into the wilderness. But here's the honest truth. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes as you follow the Holy Spirit, sometimes the Holy Spirit will lead you to places that don't seem fruitful and prosperous and comfortable and convenient and glorious and thrilling and exciting. Oh man, I can't tell you how much I love talking about the Holy Spirit. And if there's anything I could do to help you connect and realize and, and, and sense and be more aware of the Holy Spirit, I would do almost anything. And one of the ways that I, I have done this is by writing this book called In Step with the Spirit. Now, I love this book, and I love this book because it is so massively practical. I was super conscientious as I wrote this, and I felt the Holy Spirit really provoke me and direct me, Sarah, make this really practical. Don't make this so heavy-duty theological and all that. I absolutely get Bible in there because Bible's non-negotiable. However, included with Bible, make sure that you give some really significant uh, insightful stories, real life stories of individuals you know walking with the Holy Spirit. But also at the end of every chapter, there's a prayer for you that I've written. And as I was writing these prayers, I was asking the Holy Spirit, please write through me. And then also at the end of every chapter, there's questions to go further. So I just encourage you, this is a great resource for a small group because it's got discussion questions at the end. It's a great resource to give to people that are kind of nominal believers or kind of medium medium interested in the Holy Spirit or kind of maybe just curious, it's a great, great resource. So hop on the phone, get on the website. Maybe you could plan this for your next book club, maybe your next Sunday school. Let's give this to a lot of friends because everybody needs the Holy Spirit. Can you see the Holy Spirit's unique supernatural expressions in your daily life? We want to help you experience the Holy Spirit in a life-changing way. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Sarah's latest book, In Step with the Spirit. Experience firsthand how the Holy Spirit can be a vital part of every relationship and situation you face in life, from the mountaintop experiences to daily hardships. A Spirit-led life means Spirit-filled help, no matter what you're facing. We'll also send you the companion, In Step with the Spirit, Six Teaching DVD. Along with the message you heard today, you'll enjoy five additional teachings from Sarah that go along with her in-step book. For your gift of $59 or more, we'll also send you the Spirit-Filled Life Bible, 
Filled with new material, this Bible celebrates the modern-day work of the Holy Spirit in the hearts of God's people and in the body of Christ. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your life and home today. Call or click to receive this valuable resource. We are so excited and we want you to come with us. Oh my goodness, this is a trip of a lifetime. We're going to Hungary and Dubai with a special day trip to Abu Dhabi and a day trip to Vienna. Holy buckets, you don't want to miss this. This is going to be the trip of a lifetime, not just for where we go, but what God will do in your heart. And God will use you because in Dubai, we are going to be ministering to pastors and leaders. And listen, we're going to have a healing meeting. That means God wants to use your hands and use you for healing. And Hungary, oh my goodness, Hungary, that church of 180,000 and the worship there, you will think you've gone to heaven. It's so outstanding. I've been going to that church since 89 when they had like 700 people. Now. They have 180,000 in Central Europe. And of course, Budapest, oh, it's such a gorgeous country. Please call in and go with us. Sometimes as you follow the Holy Spirit, sometimes the Holy Spirit will lead you to places that don't seem fruitful and prosperous and comfortable and convenient and glorious and thrilling and exciting. I've had those seasons in my life. And I know I've been following the Holy Spirit, but I know, I'm like, wow, nothing, <laughs> nothing seems to be flourishing. Nothing seems to be abundant here. This feels the antithesis of it. And a lot of times, if you're not careful, we, we create this expectation or we're deceived by the expectation that it's always opulent, always fruitful and abundant and comfortable. And, and it's always that way when you follow the Holy Spirit. That's not true. And just because you might, the Holy Spirit might lead you into the desert or into a wilderness doesn't mean the Holy Spirit's not leading you. But trust me and hear me really well. If the Holy Spirit leads you into the wilderness, He will lead you through it. <laughs> and you might be presently in a wilderness. You might be walking through a wilderness in your emotions. You might be walking through a wilderness and maybe some of it's self-inflicted. Maybe you made some poor decisions financially and you're like, ugh, this is a wilderness, I hate this. You might be, and that might be something that the Holy Spirit's trying to coach and teach you and to convict and to train you from our first lesson. But just because you're in a wilderness or maybe you see somebody around you and they're obedient, they love Jesus, but they're going through a really dark, difficult desert time. It doesn't mean the Holy Spirit's not leading them. If the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness, there's a good chance that at some point in your life, the Holy Spirit, if we follow the Holy Spirit, will lead us into a wilderness. But whatever the wilderness is that the Holy Spirit might lead you into or desert, the Holy Spirit will lead you out of it as well. And what happens a lot of times when we go in those seasons or in that experience, it's difficult on, on, our, on our mental thinking. I'm going to talk about this in page 50. It defies the mind because you think, well, it's not logical, it's not what I want, and it runs contrary to your flesh. But yet inside in your, in your spirit, you're like, yeah, but I know this is where I need to be at this moment at this time. And I want to encourage you that following the Holy Spirit, being led by the Holy Spirit is good. It's helpful and constructive and we need it, but it's not always comfortable to your flesh and it's not always not always what you expect, but it will always be amazing. 
especially when you come when you come to the out, outskirts of it and you come through the wilderness and you look back on that you're like oh my goodness I can see oh I can see what the Holy Spirit did in that wilderness and you know this hindsight's 2020 we can look back and see oh that was the hand of God oh he did this and this and this and that's the same way with the Holy Spirit so it's learning to trust and here's the honest truth as well you can't have any closeness and intimacy without trust. And I believe that at the end of the day, the Holy Spirit wants to have an intimate, close connection, intimate relationship with you. And going through the wilderness is part of that journey of trust. And what happens when we choose trust it helps us to be closer to, to trust and to be more intimate, connected with the Holy Spirit. And you may not understand what's going on around you, but you can trust the goodness of God, the love of, of the Father for you. You can trust that the Holy Spirit works all things together for good because you stay in love with God and stay true to His purposes. So, you know, Spirit-led direction. And I, I think it's such an important thing. And, and you'll hear, and I love what it says in Isaiah, you'll hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk you in it. And I was thinking about some opportunities and places where I've been led by the Holy Spirit. And it's interesting because sometimes when I've followed the Holy Spirit, it hasn't like gone like what I thought. So for example, uh, there was a, a while back I was ministering and I felt like the Holy Spirit gave me a Bible verse for a certain individual in, in the church service I was at. And as I ministered to that person and gave them that Bible verse, um, they just pretty much got really cold. They closed their arms like this and turned to the side and became very, you could tell like physically, I'm not gonna listen. And uh, it was unsettling to me. But I sensed the Holy Spirit saying, yeah, but I want you to minister. And I had this internal conversation conflict. I was like, yeah, but look at, look at the way they're behaving. And I still felt this press inside, the Holy Spirit saying, continue to minister. So I closed my eyes because I thought, if I look at this person, I'm just going to melt. I'm going to quit and I'm going to pack up my toys and go home and play by myself. Because I was just, and you have to be careful with that. Because being led by the Holy Spirit oftentimes is more of an internal obedience than external, sometimes, confirmation. So I ministered, closed my eyes, and at the end of, of my sermon, I circled up with that person and I, I started talking with them. And I asked, I said, you know, hey, what's going on in your life? And it was phenomenal. This conversation that followed from me starting and being obedient, following the Holy Spirit, the conversation opened up and I, I saw into this person's heart and I saw some of the hurt and the pain that they had. And I saw the love of the Father for them and God wanting to reconcile and redeem and make something glorious out of something that had been abundantly gory and gruesome. And it was really powerful to watch the Holy Spirit do that. But it initially wasn't comfortable for my flesh and it didn't feel right. And I was like, Bleh. and so it was difficult. But I want to encourage you, the Holy Spirit wants to lead you. And we just need to say yes to that in theory, but also just in daily application. So some questions for you to think about. Number one, um, think about a time, describe a time in your life when the Holy Spirit led you. You can go back in, in your mind and remember, oh yeah, I was led. Just like I just shared with you about that, that person in, in the church service. When did the Holy Spirit lead you? And it's good for you to think about that and maybe take a couple minutes, maybe jot, jot down a couple notes. Oh yeah, describe that. Because when you start to reflect back on, on the Holy Spirit leading you, it gives you courage and faith and confidence 
that the Holy Spirit can lead you now. And second question, what area in your life, what's the area where you need direction from the Holy Spirit? Do you need direction in a relationship? Do you need direction for a decision that you've got to make, maybe school or employment situation? Do you need direction input in your life um, on some of the internal conversations that happen inside, inside your mind and your thinking? What's an area or a couple areas in your marriage? Maybe you're a parent. Maybe you don't have kids yet. You're thinking, maybe you're thinking about some decisions you have to make with your parents. These are areas where the Holy Spirit can and wants to help direct your life. So let's say yes, and let's be led by the Holy Spirit so we can, hello, hello, stay in step with the Spirit. Thanks so much. I'm so excited, oh my goodness, so excited about the Holy Spirit. I'm excited about the Holy Spirit because I know the Holy Spirit is excited about you. I know that beyond the shadow of a doubt. And the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you, encourage you, walk with you, be alongside, give you direction, give you strength and power. I love in, Fe in Ephesians 3.16, it talks about giving, having strength on the inside, the inner man, because of the Holy Spirit in us. So I just want to encourage you today that you hop on the phone, get on the website, and grab your copy of In Step with the Spirit. I love this book because it is super, super practical. It's not all kinds of crazy theological, big words and super complicated. It's just lots and lots of opportunities and ways and, and experiences, stories of the Holy Spirit in our daily living. And that's one of the things I so deeply love about the Holy Spirit is how he's so massively practical. Practical and guiding our steps. And not just for the Sunday morning, you know, when the music's up and all, ooh, you know, but really practical in our daily living on a Tuesday afternoon, oh my goodness, or a Friday morning, or when you wake up in the middle of the night. The Holy Spirit is present, practical, and, and aware and engaged with our lives. So hop on your phone, get on the website, grab a couple of copies of my book, In Step with the Spirit. It'll be a tremendous, tremendous blessing to you with the Holy Spirit today. Can you see the Holy Spirit's unique, supernatural expressions in your daily life? We want to help you experience the Holy Spirit in a life-changing way. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Sarah's latest book, In Step with the Spirit. Experience firsthand how the Holy Spirit can be a vital part of every relationship and situation you face in life, from the mountaintop experiences to daily hardships. A Spirit-led life means Spirit-filled help, no matter what you're facing. We'll also send you the companion, In Step with the Spirit, Six Teaching DVD. Along with the message you heard today, you'll enjoy five additional teachings from Sarah that go along with her in-step book. For your gift of $59 or more, we'll also send you the Spirit-Filled Life Bible. Filled with new material, this Bible celebrates the modern-day work of the Holy Spirit in the hearts of God's people and in the body of Christ. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your life and home today. Call or click to receive this valuable resource.
we finish our time today, I'm just super encouraged that the Holy Spirit absolutely is a part of our daily living. This morning I woke up and here's the thing, you know, I woke up early and I was like, ugh, I'm tired. I don't want to get up. It's too early. I just felt this little nudge in my heart, kind of, hey, let's get up and let's spend some time together. And I did. And, you know, I came down, stumbled downstairs, got my coffee. You know, who knows? I got sleep in my eyes, totally, ugh, you know, it was just regular groggy morning. And I sat down with my Bible and just said, okay, Holy Spirit, let's talk. You know, and, and, and I have a daily Bible reading plan. I go and it's good stuff. But as I settled into that time with the Holy Spirit, it was such a sweet, rich time and so much good fellowship. And I just want to encourage you today that the Holy Spirit enjoys your company. The Holy Spirit likes being around you. The Holy Spirit enjoys the fellowship and the communion and the connectedness with you. Holy Spirit, you're, I, and I love this about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's never tired of being around you. You ever have people that you're around in your life, you get, you just get tired of them. You're like, woo, just zip it. I'm done with that conversation. Or you're like, I just need a break. <gasps> breathing room, they're all over and I just need a breathing room. You know, sometimes family can be a little bit like that. You're like, woo, a little bit arm distance, you know. Hey, did you brush your teeth today? <sighs> you know, you want some space. The Holy Spirit is never that way with you. The Holy Spirit never says, woo, deodorant, honey, come on, let's do that. Holy Spirit's never saying, oh, you know, shame on you. You did all these awful things. Holy Spirit's not going to dredge up all your skeletons out of the closet. Ooh, better get holy and perfect before you come around me. Actually, the Holy Spirit helps us, helps us when we're weak, helps us when we're frail, intercedes for us when we're kind of at wit's end. And more than anything, I want you to walk away today with this very core essential understanding. Holy Spirit loves you. In Romans 5, verse 5, it says that the Father pours out His love into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit loves you and is very, very keenly aware of who you are and likes you. And, you know, we, we used to sing way back in the day, oh, I love you with the love of the Lord, you know. And it was kind of that kind of platitude, you know, okay, we have to love each other. But not only does the Holy Spirit love you, but the Holy Spirit likes you and enjoys your company. And I felt that so strongly this morning in my prayer time. Sarah, I like you. I like hanging out with you. I like it. Your, your hair is messy. You're, you haven't brushed your teeth. You got bad breath. You haven't taken a shower yet. I still enjoy being around you. I like you. And I know that it's not only for me. The Holy Spirit is saying that to you today. You might be watching right now and you feel very disconnected, very detached from God, very kind of remote and isolated. The Holy Spirit wants to bring you in and kind of nestle you in and snuggle you up to himself and say, hey, you're important to me. You're valuable. You're significant. I have a plan and purpose. I love you. I care about you. I enjoy your company. I'd love to have you hop on the phone and get on the website. We'd love to pray for you to be aware of the Holy Spirit's presence and welcome an invitation for you to come close, to draw in, to snuggle in, and to have fellowship and communion and connectedness with the Holy Spirit. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you to know that love of God for you today.